You are now listening to Like a Local Podcast, the podcast that allows you to trip without falling into tourist traps. Think of your next destination, then having a local share of the best places to stay, eat, drink, and what to do. Time is money, and these ladies are saving you time and preventing you from looking like a tourist. Here are your hosts, Katie Hilton and Stephanie Gerard. Well, hello, 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 and welcome back or welcome to Like a Local Podcast, the podcast that allows you to trip without falling into tourist traps. We're your host, Stephanie Gerard. And Katie Hilton. And this week, we're taking a travel break. We're pausing on getting the local lowdown of a specific destination because Katie and I have been getting really strong whiffs of pumpkin spice lattes. Really strong whiffs. Strong whiffs, but not like in a not like in a good way, but not in a bad way. Like, yeah. I know that you're ready for fall. I am not ready for fall. Yeah. And while we're, we're still cherishing the last few weeks of summer, it's it's time to start planning your fall trips. So Katie and I came up with a list of eight USA fall events slash festivals that we think are worth traveling to. Now I do want to make it clear that neither of us have been to any of these events, but, and none of this is sponsored. If you can believe it, (laughs) if you can believe it or not, but, um, after extensive research, a grueling selection process, we're confident that these are the ones that you should be traveling to. So with that, we'll get into today's episode, maybe go to Starbucks, go to Dunkin's, get a pumpkin spice latte and listen to this on your drive home. Would you rather get a pumpkin spice latte from Starbucks or Dunkin? Good question. I run on Dunkin. Um, America does. America runs on Dunkin. American does because I do. They right. You're just, a bunch of co- just a bunch of copycats. What would you do? Starbucks or Dunkin? I like Dunkin Donuts coffee. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad. Glad we're on the same page. And before we get into our fall events, this is your lovely reminder that you need to start planning your Halloween outfits now because you don't want to be that girl that waits the last minute and ends up putting on a football jersey. We're over that, you know? Do you want to share with our listeners what you and your friends are going yeah, to do? I think we're going to do the Mario Kart, choose your player, pick your player type of thing. So I have to pick my player. I think I might do Bowser or Donkey Kong. What are you going to be? Or what Um, would you be if you, if you were in the cart, the cart clan? I would probably be peach uh, because I would love to wear blonde, a blonde wig and a crown and a pink, beautiful baby, baby doll, baby doll dress. (laughs) Hey, English. It's Monday. Or maybe like the little mushroom guy. What's his name? Yeah, actually, let's be honest. I would be Mario and you would be Luigi. Okay. You're right. All right. Well, with that, let's get into today's episode. All right. Number one, fall events worth traveling to IOO in our opinion. First up, we have the Bedford fall foliage fest. I O H O. Oh, sorry. I O H O in our honest opinions, humble, humble opinion, but either works. Oh, Humble, mm-hmm. Kendrick Lamar. All right, sit we down. have the bed. Sit down. Oh. <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay, go, go. First, we have the Bedford Fall Foliage Festival. Where is it located? In Bedford, Pennsylvania. It will be October second through the third, and we've got a second weekend, October 9th through the tenth. It is a free festival. And this event is organized entirely by volunteers, and it draws about 70,000 visitors to the Bedford area over both weekends. There are lots of activities for everyone of all ages with more than 400 vendors. 
you can listen to great entertainment by the gazebo on the square and down by the river. There's classic fall and festival foods, including locally made apple cider, kettle corn, and candy apples. There's also an antique car parade. So if you're into, you know, those old cars or into cars at all, you might want to go the second Saturday of the event. And we actually have a whole entire episode dedicated to Bedford, Pennsylvania with Haley Feaster. So go ahead, book your trip. You have a beautiful fall weekend waiting for you. And if you look at the website, we're from North Carolina. It's still warm here at the beginning Mm -hmm. of October. So what I love is seeing, I love to seeing all the pictures who are actually dressed for the cold weather. Yeah, it is nice. Two things here. Two things here. One, spit your gum out. There we go. Yep, you're going to have to do it. Thank you. And two, I want to make it known that we didn't just choose this event because we have a, we did a podcast episode there. This festival was on every single list. It was even on Oprah's list. So you know it's good. But on to our second event, we have the West Coast Giant Pumpkin Regatta, where to attain. Oregon when Saturday, October 16th, the price is free. And so in the fall, we see pumpkins turned into everything, but this one, Katie, I think it takes the cake. Pumpkins are turned into boats. So the West coast giant pumpkin regatta kicks off with a giant pumpkin parade and way off followed by a full day of pumpkin paddlers racing, racing their pumpkin boats down the river on dry land. There's a costume contest, live music, face painting, pumpkin carvings, and a pie eating contest. Um, I wonder if Joey Chestnut has ever considered entering that contest. Who is Joey (gasps) Chestnut? The American hero. Katie, what does that mean? The hot dog eater. Oh my gosh. I feel so foolish that I didn't know. Are you even American? We might have to cut that out. That could, that warrants some bad reviews. Oh my gosh. I, I'm ashamed. Mm-hmm. But, um, back to the giant pumpkin regatta, absolutely ridiculous. I've never seen such big pumpkins before in my life. Can you imagine scooping them out? No, I, I mean, can't. It's a pain in the butt to I... do like a regular sized one. Yeah. I can't fathom the amount of pumpkin seeds they probably got from each one, but an important so note many- Tulatane is located only 10 miles from Portland. So you could tag this on to a nice little Portland girls trip if you want to explore that area. Yeah. If you want to see a Portland episode, let us know who we should interview. Mm-hmm. All right. Number three on the list, we have the Austin food and wine festival. Where do you think it is? It's in Austin, Texas. Of course, it's going to be November 5th, 6th and 7th, and it's $250 for a weekend pass. So during this three-day weekend, you are going to find a number of global and nationally renowned talent. There are tastings with top chefs and sommeliers and interactive demos with a whole panel of judges. If you just want to go for a day or two, we have an Austin episode with Rachel Holton. So we basically already have the weekend planned for you. I think this is one of the events here that I would definitely want to. Yeah, same. Because we've been wanting All to All these Austin. sound great. Mm-hmm. But, um, first of all, I've never been to Austin and I want to go. And second, I love a good food and wine festival, love food and wine. And it's in November. So I feel like that's the perfect amount of time to start planning now, book your flight and yeah, but onto the fourth event, 
National Apple Harvest Festival. So where? Biglerville, Pennsylvania. When? October 2nd and 3rd. And then we have a second weekend, October 9th and 10th. The price, it's only $10. She's cheap. So located in the heart of Pennsylvania apple country, the National Apple Harvest Festival celebrates the fall season with handmade crafts, delicious food, and jam-packed entertainment. The festival has something for everyone with special attractions ranging from a steam engine display. I don't really know what that is. Live music, antique cars, orchard tours, pony rides, and just a whole bunch, whole bunch of apples. So that leads me to my first point. Justice for the apple during the fall season. I feel like pumpkin gets all the spotlight. I agree. I would agree with you there. Especially like recently it's pumpkin, this pumpkin, that pumpkin throws up all over Trader Joe's justice for the apple. Would you rather have pumpkin pie or apple pie? Taste wise, hundred percent apple. What about you? I think probably apple. Yeah. The thing with the pumpkin though, is it's more than the pumpkin. It's, it's what comes with it's it. Just it's just the, the season. season. It's, it's the spooky season. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's fall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I do love going to Trader Joe's. We do love a good, fall. we do love a good pumpkin Jojo. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Uh, well, I don't think I do, but oh, they, I love, I just love all the pumpkin themed, not necessarily, not, not saying that I'm going to buy everything because, you know, pumpkin isn't my favorite, mm-hmm. but I just love being around it. Yeah. Yeah. Going to the farmer's market. Oh, so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but back to the national apple harvest festival, that's a mouthful for those who are feeling extra festive and want a really fall jam packed weekend. Um, Biglerville and Bedford are about an hour and 30 minutes away. So you could always do the national apple harvest festival on a Saturday, drive a little ways to Bedford, spend the night at the Omni or one of the cute Airbnbs that Haley recommended, and then rise and grind, get your PSL and go to the fall foliage festival. That if you love fall. Yeah. That's if you're, that's if you are, you live, breathe, die for fall and PSLs. I'm so glad that you connected those because wow, what a, I did think it was a little bit of a stretch, but I just wanted to throw it out there. If you're in the area and you want to get a little taste of Pennsylvania, then drive around. Yeah. Okay. Number five, we have October fest Cincinnati and I'll follow your little template here where Cincinnati, Ohio, when Thursday, September 16th through Sunday, September 9th. And I believe it's a free festival, but if you want to go for the famous running of the wieners, it's $35. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you, it is a, it's, it's a race for dachshunds. Mm -hmm. It's a dog race. Um, and for that $35, it includes registration for your dog, one costume for your dog and a t-shirt for the owner. So I don't know. I don't know what else you would want but you got it all with that 35 bucks. Yeah. So I hear I, word on the street. Rumor has it that this running of the wieners is basically think Kentucky Derby, but for wiener dogs, it's on that level. You, and you'll want to dress up in your Sunday's best. Don't forget that it's spooky, but make it spooky, but make it, Ooh, go in like a, um, like a, make it Moira. Yes. Yes. Great. Great comparison there. 
Yes. I love it. But Oktoberfest Cincinnati is an annual weekend festival in Cincinnati, and it is based on the original German Oktoberfest. And it's actually the largest Oktoberfest celebration in the United States. And it's crazy. It attracts an estimated 500,000 visitors every year. Mm-hmm. There's also the world's largest chicken dance. <laughs> I don't know. That's not pulling me there. I you know what that reminds that. me of? Oh my gosh. Remember that Jimmy Neutron movie? And they, it, all of them just started doing the chicken dance. <gasps> Please tell no, me you remember. No, I don't remember that. I do. <gasps> I'm pretty sure I saw the movie because I remember watching. Oh my gosh. Wow. That's a blast from the past. I know. I'm sorry. Anyways. There's also a brat eating contest. So what was his name? Joey Joey Chestnut. Chestnut. Oh, I I wonder if he would win that if he tried. That's more up his alley. A brat. That's similar to a hot dog, correct? Yeah. Yeah. That's right up his alley. But there's also like so many different vendors that are going to be serving authentic German shoes or what? (laughs) <laughs> actually no then that's danish never mind um but there are also so many different vendors that are going to be serving various authentic german foods and beers including the classics like potato salad sausages soft pretzels strudel and then others you might not expect like pigtails pig's feet and jumbo pickles those are I all pass on a few yeah, of those hard pass i did I mean, this actually looks insane, this event. Um, I'm also getting like very Ella Enchanted vibes. What about you? I don't Um, think that's in Germany, but I do get Ella Enchanted vibes. I do like the whole rustic, Mm -hmm. you know, old time feel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And also my friend just went to Cincinnati and she said it was actually really cool. Not actually really cool, but I've never been. And I don't hear a lot of people talk about it. Yeah. Um, And she said she actually liked it and it was really cute. Mm -hmm. And if you don't want to go to Cincinnati, but you do love Oktoberfest, I will say Bush Gardens, they have an Oktoberfest and because they have that German, they have like a German Mm -hmm. park and that I feel like that'd be a fun little trip if you like roller coasters and stuff. But moving on to our fifth event, this one I'm excited to chat about with Katie. It's called the trailing. It's called the trailing of the sheep where Ketchum, Idaho, when Wednesday, October 6th through Sunday, October 10th, the price. So the actual trailing of the sheep is free, but then they have a sheep dog trial. That's $5. And they have a big farm to table dinner on Friday. That's $90. And so The Trailing of the Sheep is one of the top 10 fall festivals in the world. This was also on Oprah's list, Oprah Winfrey. Um, And the Trailing of the Sheep celebrates sheep and sheep herding traditions. The festival is five days of nonstop family events, including multicultural performances, storytelling, culinary events, and cooking classes, a folk life fair, and the Trailing of the Sheep Parade with 1,500 sheep trailing down Main Street in Ketchum, Idaho. Guys, Google the pictures. It is insane. It's definitely at the top of my list. I actually can't believe I've lived 25 years and I have not heard of this. Have you? (laughs) No, I've never heard of it. Um, Did you watch like videos of it? Yes. Yes. Pretty wild. Um, I would love to go. Mm -hmm. I've never been to Idaho, so I could cross that off. Yeah, right off the list. I wouldn't say that it's it's been on my, it hasn't been on my travel bucket list, but 
the trailing of the sheep. And I know how much you love, you know, how much I love animals. I would probably just get in there and start running with all the sheep and I wouldn't put it bad. Yeah. I could see you dressing up as little Bo Peep and going to the trailing of the sheep, which also that just sparked something for me. You should be little Bo Peep for Halloween and dress your cats up as sheep. Oh my gosh. That's adorable. And then, and then, oh my gosh. Wow. I'm, this is, we're keeping this in Ryan. If you're listening, this will now we'll know if he actually listens to the podcast, he'll be Woody from toy story. Cause Woody had a crush on little Bo Peep or Mary, whatever the heck her name was. Wait, she kind of dresses. I'm looking her up. Um, she kind of dresses like peach. Yeah. It's very peach vibes. I need a little, (laughs) um, I need a little bonnet, but all right, let's move on to number seven, lucky number seven, the Albuquerque international balloon. I'm sorry. Lucky number seven. It's from a movie. Oh, is it really? I Y K Y K. If you know, okay. (laughs) Well, now I'm curious. What movie is it? Seven. Oh, with Morgan Freeman. And they call it Slevin. It's actually called lucky number Slevin. Oh, I was like, how did she seven? Oh, that's super. I was like, how did she just mispronounce that so badly? But thank you for the context. Let's move on to it. Thank you for asking. (laughs) I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. But okay, we've got the Albuquerque International Balloon Fiesta. It is going to be in Albuquerque, New Mexico. When? Saturday, October 2nd through Sunday, October 10th. And general admission is $15. So for nine days in October, the Albuquerque International Balloon Fiesta creates an enchanted world of special shaped balloon radios, twilight balloon glows, and vibrant balloon filled skies. Brisk autumn mornings. Oh, wait. So think Macy's Day Parade just elevated, okay, mm-hmm. on crack. So picture yourself, it's a brisk autumn morning, you're walking in the Rio Grande Valley, and you have the most breathtaking backdrop of some of the most beautiful balloons you could ever imagine, okay? Mm -hmm. They also have chainsaw carving, firework shows, a balloon competition, obviously, and photo contest. And just last year, there were just under 900,000 visitors. It's pretty wild. Yeah, that is. Um, There's also a glamping option. So it's $1,500 for one to two people. And that includes a three night stay in a 168 square foot tent. You get admission to all of the events and a welcome gift. But I don't know if you looked up the pictures, it's like a half circle. And it kind of gives me like, there's an aerial photo and it kind of gives me cult vibes. Kind of gives me Firefest vibes. Yeah. But actually that's all sold out for this year. So if you go to their website, you'll see that they provide a lot of hotel options. I think that's what I would probably do a hotel. I'd probably definitely do a hotel. Um, but if you, if that does sound intriguing, go check it out, maybe book it for next year, mark your calendars for next year. So you're one of those lucky peeps who get to glamp. glamp. Jinx. You owe me a soda. Except I don't drink it. Um, yes, this, this, this one was also a very popular one on all the lists. The The pictures look beautiful and you hit it the nail right on the head. It looks like Macy's Day Parade, but even higher, like, but even I higher. I don't know about you. I don't know about you, but I see like a lot of pictures of Turkey on my Instagram, like travel pages. And Turkey has like a lot of balloon, like hot air balloons. I don't know if there's like a festival there or something, but if you can't make it to Turkey, 
just fly west or or northeast, south, whichever, wherever you are, and go to Albuquerque. If you can't go to Turkey, go to Albuquerque. But moving on to our last event, which isn't actually an event, it's just Salem, Massachusetts. I think I'm most excited about this one. Yes. So yeah, while this isn't a specific event, October is a particularly good time to visit Salem, Massachusetts. In addition to the town's normal host of bewitching attractions, you'll find a full calendar of haunted happenings that range from a seance to a costume ball to a ghostly guided walking tour. There's nothing quite like being in Salem and Halloween. I'm talking like I've been there. I haven't. (laughs) but I can imagine it's pretty cool. Two specific events that may interest you include the Hawthorne Hotel annual adults only party on October 26th. And then the official Salem Witches Halloween ball on October 25th. You know, those both give me vibes of Hocus Pocus. Yeah. Like the Hocus Pocus party scene, which is a great segue. I didn't know this. A lot of Hocus Pocus was filmed in Salem. Yeah. I didn't know that either. It's pretty cool. I love that movie. Have you watched it yet this season? No. Katie, the pumpkin spice lattes are out. I know, but it uh, falls does not start for me until October. Okay. This is, this is, we'll get back to Salem, but this is an important question that I must know. Hocus Pocus or Halloween town. We talked about this last year. I've never seen Halloween town. Oh yeah. Shoot. Okay. Okay. It's fine. Um, and I hate that. I'm, and I hate that for you because I can see the disappointment on your face. I'm sick to my stomach. But I don't think it's one that I could watch now that I'm 30 and still appreciate. Yeah, but you still need to watch it at one point in your life. So let's make that a goal for this October. But Salem, back to Salem. If you are Patrick Starr, you live under a rock and don't know what happened in Salem. The Salem witch trials occurred in colonial Massachusetts between 1692 and 1693. More than two people, more than two people, I would hope more than two people, more than 200 people were accused of practicing witchcraft, the devil's magic, and 20 were executed. Eventually the colony admitted the trials were a mistake and compensated the families of those convicted. You know what my first thought is after that is I wonder what compensation looks like in the late 1600s. The families got the witch's brooms back. Oh, okay. Got it. And maybe they were able to continue out the witches traditions. I don't know. Yeah. And, and the lucky ones got the cauldrons. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. But with that, those are the eight events that you need to be going to this fall. Which one would you go to? What's your top choice? Good question. I think I would, I think I would want to go to Salem or Austin. Austin is more of like, Oh, I want to go to Austin, but I don't really get fall vibes. Salem, I would get, I would, Salem would really put me in the spooky season and you could always go to Salem, go to Boston. You could make it a weekend. Yeah. What about you? I think realistically Salem, I would go, Mm -hmm. I would do that. Um, number two, I would go to Idaho. Oh, I I knew that was coming (laughs) Idaho. Well, it's so unique. It's so, it's so different. And for me, I don't love the fall, like I don't need to go to a fall parade. So it's like, I'm getting fall animals, bucket list, not bucket list, but I'm crossing off Idaho. Yeah. Yeah. No, I respect that. Um, okay. Well, we'll wrap it here. Thanks again for tuning into another episode until next week. Sayonara. Sayonara.